got something to tell you. Feel it, girl. Feel it. It was all good. Just a week ago. Hey, y'all. You know who this is by now. This is Naisha. And it's Erica. We are the authors of All Good Just a Week Ago. ago. you all, this is actually our last episode for this season. So thank you so very much for rocking out with us um, for this, our initial season of our podcast. We're super excited and we are just so grateful for each and every one of you. Yes, I love it. And I would actually like to compare our first season to a mixtape. Like it's not the album, you're getting the raw footage because we're literally like, let's just do it. So, you know, side note before we get into tonight's topic, um, definitely want to encourage you all, whatever you are doing, whatever idea you have, like Nike said, just do it. Or shameless plug, like my book says, go for yours and just do it. Um, So we talked about this earlier, but Naisha, since I said that this is our mixtape, what mixtape would this be? Um, I would compare this to Drake's Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Why would you say that? Oh, because it has some really good jams on it, but you also knew that that was like his introductory mix. Um, Well, his introductory um, musical. Yeah, it's like his introduction to us. Like he was just coming out, you know, he had been, you know, coached by Little Wayne pretty well that he felt that he can kind of do his own thing and not be a feature. So yeah, because he had another good mixtape after that, right? Yeah, what was the other one with? Um, it was like somebody like at the top. Like I can't describe. I'm not good with describing stuff. But that's the best I ever had. I feel like was on that mixtape. No, best I ever had was on Vegas. Was it? <laughs> Uh-uh, see, now we got to uh-uh, look it up, look it up. She looking it up too, y'all. As you can tell, we love pop culture as well. <laughs> we love diving into it. Yeah, we're just trying to... Oh, actually, that was... We are not going to spend time on Yeah, because that wasn't even his first mixtape. It says Room for Improvement. So, yeah, his first mixtape is called Room for Improvement. I would say let's, I don't know what was on that mixtape. Um, in comeback season, yeah, where Houston Atlanta Vegas? We'll talk about that. Oh, actually, Houston Atlanta Vegas was on a mixtape. Yes, what's that mixtape right there? What is that one called? That one is, I believe, So Far Gone. So Far Gone. Wait. So yeah, It was So Far Gone. Yeah. So Far Gone. Yeah. Yes. Yes, October's very, um, that was. Not the first one, though. I didn't know that. So I guess this is our room for improvement because there's always room for improvement. This is true. So enough about Champagne Poppy. We are going to get into tonight's topic. And that is of love. Love, love, love. Love, 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 love. And so. He's on Vegas was actually track number two on that mixtape that we were just discussing a few minutes ago on So Far Gone. Oh, I thought so. I was like, I thought that was a song and not a mixtape, but I let you have it. And I was wrong. 
It's you gotta okay. be willing to say when you're yeah. wrong when it comes to the game of love. Yes, when it comes to the game of love and relationships, you have to be willing to admit you're wrong. But yeah, this is like our mixtape. That's pretty much what that was all about. And so we want to end on a fun note and we want to just talk about love. So Naisha, you know, what's your definition of love? My definition of love is being um, respected for who you truly are and your authentic self. You are um, being well loved and respected and admired and um, catered to to some extent without being a representative of who you are, you know, um, to be loved. I feel like is someone seeing you as being perfectly flawed, but still 10 toes down. Okay. Okay. I would say for me, um, love is definitely like where you can be yourself with that person Mm -hmm. and be transparent. Oh, yeah. um, with your person. But I've been reading this book and actually listening to it on YouTube and I sent it to you as well. It's called The Game of Life and How to Play It. It's so good, y'all. Y'all definitely need to read that. You know, if I pub any other book on here besides ours, it will be The Game of Love and How to Play It. And so there's a chapter called Love and I knew we were going to talk about love tonight. So I just want to read this part because it's so powerful and profound. But it says, when you send out real love, real love will return to you, either from that person that you want. I'm kind of um, quoting it different because actually, let me go back. So this is like a whole situation where this lady who wrote the book, one of her clients talked about somebody that she loves and that she wants to be with, but he's with somebody else. And, you know, she's trying to pretty much manipulate the situation, which you cannot manipulate love. And so her response was, when you send out real love, real love will return to you either from this man or his equivalent. For if this man is not your divine selection, you will not want him. As you are one with God, you are one with the love which belongs to you by divine right. Mm. Isn't that powerful? And so I feel like one real love is not just letting someone be who they are, but allowing them to make decisions even if you don't agree with those decisions and still loving them. Um, You know, I'm in a space where I I just want to love unconditionally because a lot of times we love people on conditions. I love you if. Right. And so I feel like real love has no condition. You know, I'm going to take it back old school, but you know, when, I'm saved by the bell. <laughs> when oh, wow. I took it way back. But I'll never forget like when Zach and Kelly broke up and she got with somebody else and he was like, you know what? I just want you to be happy. Like real love is really, you know, wanting the person that you're with to be happy and not in a manipulative type of way. You don't do things because you want to get somebody, you know, you want to receive their love. You just do it because you love them. And so when you do that, you will get that love in return, whether it's from that person or someone else. This is true. And I feel like ultimately the person who you will receive it from genuinely is that person who is best suited for you no matter what. Like a lot of times, you know, people find themselves in situations that are based off of superficial reasoning as to why they're connected to that person. And really at the end of the day, it's like, you ask yourself, you know, if I got down and out 
and I was unable to, you know, wash myself, bathe myself, or go to the bathroom on my own and needed assistance, would this person care for me? Would this person be, you know, as willing to help me out mm-hmm. in my time of need and not to, you know, kind of draw back because mm-hmm. I'm not the person that they initially saw themselves being with, you know, long time. You know, like those are just things that you have to kind of think about, mm-hmm. especially as you become more mature. The superficial stuff will kind of go away. You know, you're not going to look today how you looked or appear to that person when you all first met, you know, necessarily. Like, the goal is to age gracefully, you know. So at 88, you're not going to be looking like how you looked at 34, you know. That's just, you know, the reality. But, you know, will that person still have eyes for you in a way that they desired you in the earlier years? You know, those are the things that you have to think about. And those are the things that you would want to have. Absolutely. I absolutely agree to that. And, you know, in our book, I'll get just a week ago where you can get where? www.allgoodjustaweekago.com. Um, we talk about love um, because we have a chapter called Kingdom Relationships. And we definitely encourage you all to read that. But we talk about, you know, I think this was from the women's point of view. But we talk about how a woman is looking to love and not looking for love. And there's a difference. And I love you. I love you, Mary J. Blige. I love, 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 Mary, MJB. But I'm not looking for a real love. I'm looking to love with a real love. Because I feel like it's a difference. Like, when you're looking for love, it's like something's missing. And like I said, you know, before, I believe in another episode, like, I am already happy. So, I'm thankful that God has put me in a place where I'm not looking for love to fill a void because I once was looking for love to fill a void. And so I don't think that that's love, you know, but looking to love is looking to share your love, you know, and that can be deep too, because everybody's not ready for that type of love. Like I'm looking for someone who's ready to receive the love that I have to give. And you have to be a secure man to be able to receive that love. Oh, for sure. And then also the thing, too, is that you want someone who's going to love you with, you know, in an unconditional way. You know, like, you want somebody who's going to love you in a way that you don't have to question it. You know, you're not having to think about that because that kind of takes away from, you know, um, just being able to enjoy one another because you're always like in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, okay, like, do I deserve this? Like, or how long is this going to last? You know, like all of those kind of questions, like kind of cloud you if mm-hmm. you're not certain mm-hmm. about the foundation that the two of you all have built. So that's why I said again in an earlier episode, like foundation building in a relationship is crucial. You know, I would definitely encourage anybody who is, you know, um, seeking love or, you know, trying to position themselves to be open to, to love, new love coming in, um, to just make sure that you by yourself are grounded, you know, that you have dealt with past traumas, you've worked through those things, you've gone to therapy if need be, you know, yes. you have really reflected upon what you learned in therapy sessions because the last thing that you want to do is to bring in your past traumas into your newness 
that's going to just like blow up. It's going to blow up. And, you know, feelings are going to get hurt. People's hearts are going to be damaged. So when you're really talking about loving someone, it has to start with you loving yourself enough to know like what can you do to be the best for yourself first? You know, I, you know, I'm really, there's so many different like little, um, is it soliloquies? I think mm-hmm. that's the, the proper word, but you know, Oh, this person completes me. Oh, he completes me. Why are you not a hundred percent by yourself? Why do you need a, another person to make you a whole person? Like mm-hmm. that's bothersome to me. Like that mm-hmm. type of talk is kind of crazy. And I also like, I hate the, the the saying of, you know, happy wife, happy wife. That is so dumb. And it's to very you. to me. Mm-hmm. It's very dumb and bizarre to me because what about your husband? Well, I mean, does his feelings not matter? Like, what about happy spouse, happy house? Because if one of you all is happy and the other person is not, guess what? Your house is uneven. There's there's a there's a there's a balance that is lacking. So you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, right. To me, in mm-hmm. my household, is happy spouse, happy house. Mm-hmm. So, one last question. <laughs> There's a song that I love. It's a little throwback, but it's by Joey Badass, and it's called "Love Is Only a Feeling." Oh, I love that song. But anyway, do you feel like love is only a feeling? No, I definitely feel that love is an action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, love is a verb for sure. But yes, love, love is a verb. Shout out to my friends, my lady and Amadou. I had to do that because they have a love is the verb. Love is a verb event they used to have all the time. Oh, hey yes. Um, yeah, I feel like love is, you know, definitely an action mm-hmm. in that a person can tell you anything, you know, but it's the actions that go mm-hmm. behind the words. So please don't tell me anything. I need to see what it is that you're saying like you know school teachers we will always tell you know I always tell my kids use your words but and as it relates to like relationships and you know love relationships that are outside of platonic um and even platonic relationships too if you are saying that you love someone be it a friend or a romantic interest like you should make sure that that is back with action to me Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely agree that love is a verb. You know, it can be a feeling. A lot of times it can be infatuation as well, but I do feel like it it's a feeling and a, and an action, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you could just feel so in love and it's a really good feeling. But I guess infatu- infatuation gets a bad rap because it's okay to be infatuated, I think. You know. Oh, yeah, I mean, those are, yeah, those are nice little, you know. It's always nice. Little spicy feelings. Nice have. little spicy feelings. But I feel like also, too, is just like, again, as you mature and you're wanting something more substantial, mm-hmm. you should just really, you know, seek to make sure that you're good first, you know, so that when that person does come around, you're not having to, like, pillar through all of these layers of toxicity and hurt mm-hmm. and anger and disappointments and letdowns of a past situation because it's in the past, mm-hmm. you know, it should have been put to bed and it should have been laid to rest prior to you entertaining someone in a new space, you know? Mm-hmm. So I agree. you know, I think that's what a lot of people fail themselves yeah. and others. And since this is our last episode, I guess we can go, 
an extra few minutes. I want to touch on this because we said earlier that we would. Um, daddy issues. Mm, I don't even think we have enough time, but we can definitely do a, a, a little a little giblet of yeah, that. Yeah, let's do a little giblet. We don't have time to dive into it all yeah. the way, but let's, you know, daddy issues. How do you think that that plays a role in love? And even mommy issues, because some people have mommy issues too. Yeah. And that um, could be worse than daddy issues. But I really think, honestly, that daddy issues are worse. Only for women, I would say. Um, only because of the fact that your dad is supposed to be your covering to get you to your husband, right? Mm -hmm. It should be that you are under your father's covering until your husband comes and then you're under your husband's covering. And that, you know, um, if we're going to be like totally transparent, um, you know, like my dad, you know, shout out to the chief, Chief Joe. Um, he has never not been in my life. Like I've never not, you know, been in his, you know, in his presence, even like on a physical, on a physical side of things when he was away, you know, fighting in wars, you know, yeah, we did have that distance, but other than that, we even in that time span, we stayed in touch via, you know, Skype or whatever, like he was always present. So mm -hmm. I never felt in any of my relationships that I had to, you know, um, gather from these guys, you know, something that I was lacking in a relationship with my dad because my dad was around, you know, like my dad was pouring into me so much knowledge and so many gems that it wasn't going to do anything for me, but place me into the position that I'm in right now, which is in a healthy marriage with someone who respects me, loves me, treats me well, but also because I knew what to look for because I, I know a good man and that great man is my dad. So he kind of was the blueprint for how I wanted to be treated, the respect that I felt that I deserved. So that when that time came and I was in situations with guys that I knew were not giving me that, I was like, all right, I'm out because you're mm -hmm. crazy. Because mm -hmm. my dad told me I work the best. And if you're not going to give me your best, I'm about to bounce. Like there was yeah. no settling of any, you know, of any, of any type of a scenario that I found myself in. So, you know, and I know, you know, I know women who, have either not had their father present in their lives consistently or don't know their dads really at all or have any type of relationship with them. And their personal relationships, not just their romantic relationships, but their personal relationships have suffered mm -hmm. greatly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but she brought up mama issues and you're yeah. right. Mama That's, issues. I've yeah. dated some guys who've had mama issues and, you know, we all have different issues. I think the question is, how have you healed from them? Um, this is definitely something that we'll continue to have, and we'll definitely have to bring our dads on. Um, before we leave, I have to make a note as it regards to my dad, Lenar McCall, a.k.a. Lucy, a.k.a. G-Money, okay? He's going to be like, you crazy. But he wanted to be known that we had these stories um, in August just a week ago, and we had our fathers, and we was acting like we did it. <laughs> So I must make mention to that, but we don't always want to talk to our dads about everything that's happening in our dating life. Cause my dad, you know, he quick to call somebody a creep. 
But I guess he was right. Like most of the people that he met, they did turn out to be that way. But I didn't want to hear it in that moment. So that's something that we will definitely talk about in season two. So be on the lookout. It will be coming to you soon. Um, Also visit our website, allgoodjustaweekago.com, where you can purchase your book. And um, definitely, and you will get a coupon code if you subscribe. And send us messages because we want to know what you think. We want to know what topics you want to hear. Like we said, this is our mixtape. This is our room for improvement mixtape because, you know. We can improve every day. We can improve every day, but we love music. And, you know, I'm just kind of comparing this to our our mixtape. But when the album come, be ready. Yeah, we... um. You know, we really had a lot of time to, you know, think about what we wanted to do as far as, you know, interacting with our reader. And we just really felt that it was a good time to put out this podcast so that we can really be in more um, active engagement with you all. So we definitely, like, want to encourage you all, like, you could drop us a DM, you know, shoot us a message, email, all of our information is on the website. So please do feel free to... You know, talk to us. Tell us what you want to talk about. We're going to, you know, look forward to having various guests on our shows coming up in the next season. So it's going to be a good time. But it has been such an honor to um, be alongside my best friend, my sister, you know, half my life. You know, it's just been a it's been a it's been a really enjoyable, uh, enjoyable adventure. You know, I tell everybody all the time, everybody needs Erica. I'm very blessed to have and everybody needs an Aisha. You know, we uh we are definitely a tag team, you know. Um, so yeah, we are just really excited for what's to come in our futures and the futures of you all as our listeners. And let's just get it, y'all. No more, no more taking days off unless you necessarily have to. And I also want to talk about that next season about the importance of rest. But we'll pin it for right here. Um at the moment. And Erica, do you have any parting words? I just want to say thank you. Like I always say, like Jay-Z says as well, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with us. And so if you have listened to every single episode, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And also if you want to, you know, continue to be on this journey with us, you can follow us on all good underscore just a week ago.com on Instagram. And you can also follow our personal journeys. Um, I'm Erica McCall, Erica R. McCall on Instagram, Erica with a K on Instagram. <laughs> and Naisha, is it Naisha Forbes? I'm or Naisha, Naisha N? Forbes um, on Instagram. And I will totally be honest with you all. I do not be on Instagram at all really often, um, unless it's like business related to my business compass message um, piece. Feel free to check that out. Um, I'm just not a social media person um, anymore. Like, I totally dropped it on that. But if you send me a message, whenever I do my little peek in on the gram, I will definitely respond. Absolutely. Thank you. And we will see you in season two. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Ring, ring. Say hello, Naisha. Hello. I got something to tell you. Feel it, girl. Feel it. It was all good. Just a week ago.